On this week's episode of Bungalore in the Bus, we are hanging out at Dazzling Nights at Lou Gardens. And it's just beautiful. Sure is. And if I call it Dazzling Lights later, I meant Dazzling Nights. You were just making sure we were paying attention. Welcome to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdegger. I got a boner in wrestling class, Brendan <laughs> O'Connor from Bungalore.com. And whole Mac and English and math, all the classes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> school buses were the You're like, worst. Mom, I do want to go to school I this do, morning. I just love school. <laughs> Here on Bungalore and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Yeah, we are in Audubon Park tonight. Yeah, some might argue Beeman Park which is the lesser-known little neighborhood in Audubon Park. I've never heard of that. It's named after uh, Mr. Beeman, who made bubblegum. Really? He has a little estate just up the street. Okay. Yeah, and sorry about my voice. Uh, it's just your voice. It's just my voice. That's how gay people sound. <laughs> <laughs> we just did a big uh, uproarious uh, bingo night the other night, and so I'm, I'm still repairing my vocal cords. Okay. Yeah, plus we're recording a little bit early this we week. Are. We are, but we are, we're at Dazzling Nights tonight here uh-huh. at Lou Gardens. And it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Lots yeah. of lights, hence the name Dazzling Lights. It's like an annual event they have here in, in Orlando. Yeah. They've probably done it for the last three years, I think. I would say three or four, yeah. Something like Led that. Led by the folks at Creative City Project. Yep. You know, you might know if you know Cole Neesmith and his gaggle of... Uh, creatives but they they light up the the gardens you can walk through there's all these uh holiday displays christmas displays whatever yeah, you want to call it's them. nice to walk through the park and not have to be sweating because it's so hot yeah yeah plus you can drink beers if you want there's beers there's hot cocoa for ten dollars well it might be made of like pure chocolate i would hope so uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's a booze in there right or probably it's, it's just like from the it's just from the box but no it's a fun event bring the family come on out i think you got to get tickets they're like time tickets, though. Yeah, you get like a window of time when you come in with your ticket, just uh-huh. so they know that you're gonna have an intimate experience. Yeah. Plus, they don't want yeah, they don't want ten thousand people showing up yeah. at Friday at six, and then you can't take any pictures with anything because there's too many people. A so lot of nice. selfie opportunities here. Oh, it's it's all selfie opportunities. We've already seen some people like you with their vocal fry. Uh-huh. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, I got vocal fry. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> I'm an influencer. <laughs> what was your week like, John? Oh, uh, it was good. I saw Avatar for the first time, the original Avatar. What? Yeah, I never saw it. I think we discussed that not too long ago. Well, I right? finally watched I'm it so because surprised. they're coming out with a new one, so I thought I should see the old one. And what did you think? Yeah, it was all right. That's all I get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was fine. A lot of people say it's basically like aliens dances with wolves. All right, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that where you're thinking? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. It was like three hours long, but I'm glad <laughs> I watched it. Three hours? Is yeah, it really? Two, 240, maybe. All right. Yeah, it was all right, though. Okay. How about you? I played hockey on, on Sunday. Played roller hockey. I played roller hockey. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think I've just been spending a lot of time covering Christmas stuff right now. So ah. we, we did that. Did we talk about the drive through experience that you do at Deezerland? I talked about that last A little week. bit last week. I had to scoot out last week because I went and saw Joe Para at the Improv. Oh, yeah. yeah so you did something. It was good. It was, it was a lot good. of fun. You left me yeah. alone with those Ben Lobby boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Uh-huh. They're gentle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, 
We did that. I've done a walkthrough of the holiday stuff they're doing around Lake Eola right now, which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, they have like a holiday market on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights. And then they're also doing uh, like there's roaming entertainment and free outdoor movies. So we were doing some promos cool. for them. Yeah, there was a really funny Grinch actor. <laughs> I was really impressed, really? actually. Yeah, I just was really sold it. He was really funny. Just wandering around causing trouble okay and uh yeah that's basically what cool. the, what i've been doing is i went to fun stuff. spot because our, our attorney mo dewitt does a free fun spot day every year so i went out there and I hung didn't out. hear anything about it i would uh, this year is a little more low-key because okay. he sent it to his uh folks who are on his mailing list so if uh-huh. you're on the mailing list you got first dibs oh. and by the time it went on the mailing list all the tickets it was all taken out it's good so he has a membership base. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. How many, can I ask how many people? Uh, I don't remember how many were there. I don't remember. There's okay. a lot, though. Yeah, That'd yeah. be fun. We the should people that were there, though, loved it. They loved it. It's good to know he has a mailing list oh, yeah. for stuff like that. Uh-huh. We should do stuff yeah. with his mailing list. Sure. <laughs> well, I won't speak for Mo. I would either, but we'll invite them. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you hear about this dog that was just found after seven I years? I did. Yeah, yeah. So, so this was the Orange County Animal Services. Uh-huh. I, from what I gather, and correct me if I'm wrong, they wrote a real long Facebook post about this. Yeah. And so the dog had been like... He ran with, away? Well, he ran away like seven or eight years ago. Seven. Seven years uh-huh. ago from Texas. Uh-huh. And turns out he was he was somehow ended up in Florida. Yeah. And like somebody had him. But in a then, hotel room. And they had to like get rid of the person. The person in the hotel room couldn't handle the dog, right? Uh, I think all I heard is they were like the hotel people found the dog in this uh, room. Okay. Uh, somehow the dog got abandoned. Yeah, okay. at, this, at this Orlando hotel. Uh-huh. So I'm guessing like a homeless person or someone had it. I was, I'm, I was the guessing hotel. there was some circumstances there that weren't great. No, for it, the person or the dog. And the dog is just so beat up. But yeah. it's but they've returned the dog with its original yeah, owner because it was microchipped the dog. And they, yeah, so they found it after they cleaned it up because I guess it was in bad shape and, and so it they really kind of, bad arthritis. Yeah, and, and it's an older dog. He's 12 or something like 12 that. 12 now. Yeah, and so it what, was five when it ran away. Yeah, and so uh, the family was like. We never, you know, lost hope and we thought he'd be okay. Yeah. And they said that when they contacted him, the folks were like, yeah, we'll come get him. And they came like the next day. They flew. They, yeah. I thought they drove, but they flew yeah. here to come pick up their dog. I love Great, that. great story. And the dog remembered the voice mm-hmm. and like, and could barely move, but like inched over and licked the old owner's hand. Yeah. And they, like bonded. That's great. Yeah, I hope I hope everything pans out. The dog can get you know looked after a little bit. That's tough with yeah. arthritis with yeah. old dogs. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, so sad. But well, it's a good story Christmas of, of also just like never giving up hope that if your dog does run away, yeah, there's always a, if they're microchipped, it helps. I do have to say there is something you should give up hope on, and that's relief in your <laughs> in your employees, your lack of employee problem. Uh, did you hear about this? No, what OBJ just shared this. Uh, Nobody wants to work? You well, tell me nobody wants to work? <laughs> There's just nobody to work, apparently, because we have Gen Z is very small. Okay. And so like, so we have, what was it? There's a gulf right now of 4.6 million. There's a, oh, I don't know if this is million people. There's a gap, a gulf of 4.6 million people between the job openings and people who can fill them. Okay. 
That's so there's there's more job the openings than people that can actually work yeah. those jobs. And then because of declining birth rates, low immigration, and tightening of the labor market, there's just like no way that this problem of low staffing is going to go away uh-huh. for like the next five, ten years. Oh, I mean, it's a huge issue. And yeah. it's not as simple as nobody wants to work. No. Like, it, like it's way more complex than there's that. There's just less, like all of a sudden, and it's people who are in those service industry jobs have moved on to other things. Uh-huh. You know? so and, and that's what back. those people are supposed to do. I mean, you berate people that leave these jobs, yeah. but you tell them, well, this isn't a job that you're supposed to have forever. It's not a career. It's just like a part-time job. And then when they do that, uh-huh. you get mad that nobody wants to work and serve you, you know, your tough, hamburger. It's tough, man. It's tough. And that's, I think that's, you're seeing people shift the way that they're doing their restaurants. Like some restaurants, even locally, like Taste of Chengdu, they're just going to do tasting menus down. Oh, really? Yeah, let's get rid of their staff, like serving staff, and mm. they're just going to be like omakase style. That's why I see so many omakase stuff. Oh, yeah. Be a chef serving up food and then there's a bartender and also i think i've said this before on our program brendan that there are just so many ways to make money now yeah and, and i'm not trying to be like only fans well uh, yeah i mean but but even beyond that like you know you can you can sell stuff online that's like like goods that you make and you have a market yeah. in in england that somebody will buy it from so you can sit here and make jewelry or pottery or art or whatever and if if you make two hundred dollars a week that's more than I used to make slinging pizzas at Chuck E. Cheese working 40 hours a week. Yeah, for like small, yes. Yeah. Now, it might not be your career, but if I'm 18 years old and I can make 200 bucks, 500 bucks a week selling stuff that I like to do. I know a guy why who's selling shoes. My, my friend's son, he's like early 20s, quit all of his jobs, quit school, and mm-hmm. he's selling shoes. Yeah. Yeah, like sneakers and stuff. Does he, does and he's he making like, bank. Does he find them at like... Like uh, yeah. Salvation Army and no, like they'll buy them online, okay. and fix them up and resell, or like he'll work with shops on releases. He's actually starting to get shoes now from like the Michael Jordan Sun wow. Shop yeah. before they open. He'll get excess yeah. stock and he sells that. I buy himself a car. I mean, just and, went downhill skiing. And and why would that? Why would that kid go make hamburgers and make yeah. you know twelve no. bucks an hour? It's just because that's going to re- totally redo how we operate businesses. Uh huh. No, absolutely. It's interesting. <laughs> and then uh, Florida's in a particularly bad position because there's a lot of people set to age out of their jobs. Oh yeah. Uh, over the next few years too, and there's <laughs> nobody really to replace them. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. So we'll have a pick. No, I heard is I'll have options. Yeah, you can do lots of jobs, and it's not just like I shouldn't yeah. just I shouldn't just pick on like you know hamburger jobs. I used to work at McDonald's, but uh, you know there's all these other jobs that are also skilled jobs that are not getting filled either. That the people just don't people don't have the well, skills. Well, your for wife them. went through that because she works for the city of Orlando, right? Uh-huh. Like there was a lack of people who were. Uh, who were trained to operate the yard waste collection trucks. Or even just any kind of heavy machinery at any any municipality. You don't even sometimes they don't even need you to have experience. They want they will teach you how yeah. to do this, but they can't get people to apply for it. And those are not bad jobs. I mean, once again, are you gonna be a millionaire? No. No, but it's are you also gonna have a- all your benefits in a retirement yes. and have a pretty steady job? Absolutely. But it's not glamorous. It's not glamorous. It's not a joy dry, a joy job. No, you know, like maybe p- people are Marie Kondoing their occupations maybe. now. That's that's all well that's and a good. Joy, yeah. Maybe <laughs> I should do that. <laughs> Which is why I get I keep getting job offers for things. Yeah, yeah. Like I I'm 
now the new food columnist for Orlando Magazine. That's great. Uh, yeah, I think so. I guess I need to tell my boss at Bungalore I'm doing that, too. We'll <laughs> see what he says. Yeah, it might I be a, a, a competition on the advertising. Yeah. But. <laughs> I'm not selling anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. No way. I'm just writing things okay. about whatever I want. And then they'll sell you your content. Yeah, which is great. I'm fine with that. Uh, hey, your stomping ground at RDV Sportsplex just sold. They did. Yeah. They did. So I play hockey at RDV, ice hockey. And there's also a whole fitness center there. It's also where the Magic used to practice and had their facilities, but they all moved downtown. Uh, it's up in Solar Maitland. Bears practices there. They here. still practice there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so they got sold the, what's it called, Health Clubs? Genesis. Genesis. Wichita-based Genesis Health Clubs. I guess, I wonder if that's religiously it based. It might be. I don't know. Right? Yeah, it could be. I wonder if it's like an Adventist thing. Who knows? That's interesting. Anyway, they own like 70... Health clubs around the country. Yeah, so they, so know they what bought another doing. one. They just bought one in the villages a few months ago. Is RDV like a? Is it a health club? Yeah. That happens I mean, to have a rink. Well, no. I mean, it's a huge like. I just one, thought it was a rink. No, the other half. So that's just the iceplex side. The other side is like tennis and fitness, and Uh-oh. it's huge in oh, okay. there. Okay. No, it's big. I think uh, it's obviously I've never been. No. Um, uh, <laughs> Why are you but I, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I think I, and I, I read a story, I want to say in the Wichita newspaper, that when the company that bought this, I think they said when they bought this, this is their largest health club now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's it's a huge in the country. I think so. Okay. Of the so, 70 so it's a that they own. Thing. I bet they can't wait to just like zhuzh it up a little bit. It's a bit. market thing, too. It's not, it's a fine place. I mean, I'm sure there's improvements that yeah. they'll want to do, but we'll see. It's not like there's any competition that's forcing them to make it. Not not ice wise, I mean not rink wise, because no. the closest one is in I think Kissimmee, but the like the fitness oh, wow. side of it, I think might be there. I'm sure there's things that they do that other gyms don't, and vice versa. So we'll like, see. Like what back rubs? Uh, no, I don't know. About Touch that. your butt. <laughs> <laughs> it and might just be more it? expensive to go there because it's like a nicer facility. Okay. Oh, you- about jobs, I have to say this. Uh, Orlando Weekly is looking for a new. Digital content editor. All right. Uh, to try to replace Alex Galbraith. Ah. The guy who we called out multiple times <laughs> on the radio show. We, for, you, you or we? Well, you supported. Okay. All right. That <laughs> <laughs> was an accessory to yeah. that. You he did li- it. He like, lived yeah. in New Orleans and was writing all their online content, basically. Oh. and then, But he would like rewrite our stories all the time. Mm. Like all the time. Mm. Not even giving us a shout out. <laughs> just would rewrite it. So I'm interested to see who they get next. Uh, Maybe you should apply for that one too. Just work for all. And the just do all of them. And just run them all. And just decide who gets what. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fine. I wonder if I could. Well, I wonder if I could. Orlando Weekly probably makes you sign a non-compete. I feel like I had a non-compete when I worked there. I'm and sure I was you just did. the calendar editor. Mm. Um, they need a champion. You know, I I talk a lot of poop <laughs> about Orlando Weekly. I tease them a lot, but that's just because I used to work there and I want them to be amazing. And they're an alt weekly. We need an alt weekly, but I think they need like a champion editor. This position's paying forty to fifty k, so you're not going to get that champion editor. That's more than I thought it would pay. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a lot of digital work. digital content editor. Yeah, just okay. digital social stuff. All you right. know. Uh, Hopefully, whoever they get doesn't know how to do reels because that helps us with our Instagram. The Orlando Weekly is not killing us, but <laughs> they have a large following. Yeah, like a hundred some thousand people. Uh-huh. Just and the distribution's huge. Like yeah. if they rallied and had a really good editor team, you know, they kick my kick our butt. We, oh yeah, there was no way we could compete. The uh-huh. fact that 
they, they have existed, you know, not at a hundred percent for so long has has allowed us to come in and do what we do. You got you have lower margins though too. I mean, it's just you, oh, yeah. you and Mike. Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you don't have the same overhead as they do. No, but there's only three editors there, <laughs> plus two salespeople. Uh-huh. You know, they, yeah. they don't have that much larger of a team, and and they're just going hard. So they need they need somebody. I would love to see it be a robust alt-weekly. I agree. I don't know how that happens, other than someone really coming in with a point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, Elon Musk just shut down a local Twitter account. I saw this. So, so there's a, a Twitter account called, is it at Elon Jet? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. so this kid, or it was. I kid, he's, he's in his 20s, I think. He, uh, he started a Twitter account a few years ago that would track Elon Musk's private jet. Yeah, and, and the way he does that is is when whenever you take off in a jet or a plane or whatever, there's a flight number on the back of it N six four eight whatever, and, and that so gets registered. That's, and that's registered, and that's all like public information, yeah. so they know who's in the air and who's not. And he had like a, an algorithm that would just pull it every time it would every take time off it and checked land in somewhere or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and it might not be exactly in real time, but close to but it. But we knew where you know yeah. whereabouts it was. Uh, and so and he hated it. Yeah. So <laughs> El- this this goes back about a year or so ago. Elon had they had exchanged like private messages like, "Hey man, you know, can you take this down?" And the kid was like, "Yeah, I'll take it down for fifty thousand dollars <laughs> or something like that." And then yeah. Elon's like, oh, "I'll I'll give you five. And then the kid was like, "Well, how about you just give me a job, or an I'll be an intern, or yeah. whatever." And, and he didn't answer. No, it just all sort of went away after yeah. that. So I think like like a month ago, Elon tweets, who now owns Twitter, <laughs> says, "You know, I'm not going to shut this down." Or he made like a promise, like I'm not going to shut this that down. He believes in, in a tweet, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's all about free speech. But they're and, suspended. Uh, I don't so, know if he has anything to do with it being suspended. I would assume yes. But, like nobody works there right now, so half I shouldn't say nobody. Staff, yeah. But like half the staff is gone, and all these like levels of of checking tweets have been gone. So somebody, somebody. Somebody decided that we're going to yeah. suspend this. He account. called it a safety risk, I guess, in a recent tweet. Okay, uh, but what about all the other safety risks that are out there? I mean, is his? I mean, I assume his security is more important than mine. I or don't yours know. Or he's, he's still. I think his tweet, his account that's uh, tweeting the whereabouts of Russian oligarch planes is still going oh, strong really? too. So. I mean, how many times are there threats on on people on Twitter all the time? All I'm the sure. time, daily. So. I've got and, a couple, and are, and are those accounts suspended? Like no, not like suspended? yeah. Uh huh. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. So shout out to UCF student Jack Sweeney. Uh, does he who had that up there? and going? He must have graduated by I'm now, sure. right? It's been a couple of years. I think so. Yeah, or yeah. not? Maybe, maybe he's a career student. Maybe. We know a couple of those. Uh, he can track my jet. <laughs> I'll tell you, it stays in the same spot all the time. Why did that sound sexy? (laughs) (laughs) You can track my jet. Uh, Local space jumping hero Colonel Joe Kittinger just passed away. Passed away. away. Yeah, it was just such a bummer. 94. 94? Yeah. yeah. You can't say he didn't have a full life. Sure did. Jumped out of a balloon. It was like 20 miles up in the air. In ni- 1960. Was it 20 miles? <laughs> 10 or 20. It was 16 high. miles. All right, somewhere between. Um, and then fell to earth for like over four minutes. It seems like a weird way to introduce somebody like, hey, man, we're going to fly you up in a balloon. 16 <laughs> miles. Just jump on out. Yeah. All right. But nobody had <laughs> done it. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> he's done a lot of things. Doesn't mean I jump out of a, a hot air balloon. I guess he did it incrementally too. Ah. Like he kind of like they were fig- they kept going higher each one. So the sixteen mile jump was the highest one that he did. I assume it was to like test the body on on different. Uh, yeah, because they were working on pressures. the astronaut program. Uh-huh. They wanted to see like if you're in low orbit and you have to bail out, can you survive the fall? Okay, was basically what they were doing. Hmm. Or. And they, another report I saw when I was at the History Center, because I did a whole retrospective thing on him, um, but he was still alive. They wanted to see the effect of cosmic rays on the human body. Oh, that's like a sci-fi thing. Yeah, that's, what hap- that's why they sent the Fantastic Four up there. Cosmic <laughs> rays happened, and then the visible woman was invisible. Mm. Yeah, so crazy. He... Uh, after that, he actually flew flights. Uh, he worked for the Air Force. Okay. That's why. He, that's how he got the airplane gig or the uh, air balloon gig. He was flying his plane over Vietnam and got shot down. I think. Yeah, I think so too. He was a POW for a hot minute, and he got away from that alive. You know, got decorated because of it, and then he also uh, did the hot air balloon stuff with Bob Snow over in Church Street. And, and with the Rosie O'Grady's hot air balloon rides. And, and I remember, I think he actually flew over to Italy at one point from the States. Not in a balloon. Across the Atlantic really? in a balloon. Okay. And then there was another time he and Bob Snow, I think they were going to upstate New York and they got blown off course and into northern Quebec. Oh, wow. Because of a huge storm. So just like crazy, amazing stories. Mm. It's such a shame that he passed did you, away. Did you actually meet him? I didn't, and I wish I had, because I, I wanted to do an oral history thing with him for a long time. Mm. And um, I heard the memory was was dogging him at the end there. Ah. Um, like a lot of our local treasures, you know. So just a big shout-out to Kittinger's family. Uh, what a what a cool thing to have someone like that living in Orlando. We've got to go take a break. Okay. And when we get back, we're going to talk to somebody from La Jete Perfumery. Oh. Uh-huh. we got some other stuff to talk about, too. We should say we're here at Dazzling Nights, Lou Gardens, but come right back. Experience the sights and sounds of the season when visiting downtown Orlando for the holidays. Experience snowfall at Lake Eola. And shop local at the new Holiday Market. Visit Santa Claus and enjoy a holiday movie by the lake. For a list of holiday happenings, visit downtownorlando.com. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Florida Film Festival. Screening this week is The Menu, which was held over for another week because y'all are still insatiable. It looks at a couple who's traveled to a coastal island in Pacific Northwest to eat at an exclusive restaurant where Ralph Fiennes has prepared a lavish tasting menu for some very special guests. As the night progresses, secrets are revealed, unexpected courses are served, and violence occurs. The Whale starring Golden Globe nominee Brendan Fraser opens Wednesday, December 21st, as well as Elf, Neil Young Harvest Time, Rare Exports, and the original A Christmas Story. Tickets are also on sale for Enzian's James Bond New Year's Eve Bash on December 31st at 8pm, and you'll want to scoop up those tickets while you still can. Go to Enzian.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Mo, always good to see you. 
Good to see you, John. So, Mo, I know a lot of people travel around with uh, expensive things in their cars, maybe video gear or computer gear or something like that. Let's say you get in an accident and that gear gets damaged. What happens then? Does the person at fault have to replace your gear or what? Yeah, so that's just a property damage claim as part of any car accident. So if the person hits you and they damage property in your vehicle, they need to replace that that property. So you know, the biggest one is car seats. So anytime a, a, a vehicle is in an accident, has a car seat in it, the car seat should always be replaced, even if you don't see any damage. We're talking it. about like baby seats. Yeah, baby car seats. Yeah. Sorry, not, <laughs> not, not all the seats in your vehicle, baby car seats. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, you want to make sure anytime you're dealing with the insurance company, if there's any property inside the vehicle that was damaged, any car seats in the vehicle, you should ask for them to be replaced. Um, and then the other key is if um, if your vehicle's totaled from the accident, you can if you, and you've done any kind of new tires, new brakes. You can ask for prorated reimbursement of anything within the last twelve months um, to try to get a little bit more money for the for the vehicle if they're going to total it out completely. So yeah, absolutely. If if your computer's in there, they smash you know, hit your vehicle, if computer gets smashed up, they got to replace that too or, or pay you for it. All right, Mo. Well, if you are in an accident, just call Mo. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. The Orange County Regional History Center will be celebrating a century of the Orlando Public Library on Friday, January 6th at noon to 1 p.m. for a special Lunch and Learn, where you can learn all about the history and the important role that libraries play in their communities and take an in-depth look at the fascinating story of how OCLS has grown along with our community from the singular Albertson Public Library in 1923 to the far-reaching, widely utilized resource we know today. Go to thehistorycenter.org for more information. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bustegger. And I baby number one, but you treat me like number two. Brandon O'Connor from Bungalower.com. What baby are you? What? What baby are you? What baby? Don't you have a you have a brother? Yeah, I am, I am the youngest. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. that's what I thought. The baby. So baby. you are baby number two. Yeah. All right. I meant like poop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you might hear some carols in the background. That's because we're hanging out at dazzling nights in Lou Gardens. Yeah, we are. It well, is. It is dazzling. There are lights everywhere. Yeah. People. Did I call it dazzling lights earlier? Yeah, maybe it's okay. nights. Nice, <laughs> though it doesn't. We got they give us tickets to come check this out, and I can't even. And call you can't it by even the get right the name thing. right. I did say it's at Lou Gardens. It though. is at Lou Gardens. It's uh, all that matters. Dazzling nights by Creative City Project. Yeah, mm-hmm. get your selfie stick when you walk in. You take, a free take a selfie stick. Can't beat that. Worth it right there. Mm-hmm. Twenty five bucks to get in yep. plus a selfie stick. Plus, you don't always get to see the gardens at night. I like it. Uh-huh. I think it's really cool. The, they have some beautiful old trees here. I was a little nervous coming here after the last two hurricanes. There's like some remnants of that, mm-hmm. um, but nothing crazy. Yeah, they, they it's pretty. It's really up. fun. It's good for the family, too. It's something to do to like get you out, get you in the holiday spirit. Yeah, walking. Walking. You're not just sitting around yeah. looking at a fire somewhere. Go walk around and help out a historic property. Yeah. There's an old story about this property. I read it in a, an autobiography. Sandy Dan, this guy who was kind of uh, instrumental in the development of Dubstrad Golf Course and all the houses around there, 
and he grew up in this area and he used to go spear fishing here when he was a kid wow and one day he was getting out of the water behind he called it uh old harry lou's backyard because he used to live here he was crawling out of the water and a water moccasin oh. lunged at him oh and he had his his mask on he said it hit him so hard it was like a boxer punched him right in the face whoa knocked him back in the water and his eyes instantly like sealed up like black eyes from two black ven- eyes from, immediately oh because oh, he got from hit the impact oh. of this giant water box wow. hit him, hitting him in his mask and so he had to stumble blindly out of the water holding the spear not knowing if the snake's still there and like stumble out and try to get that's home. crazy yeah crazy that whole but his whole autobiography is about him getting like bit by different things around <laughs> Orlando. Um, just interesting. Sandy Dan, that's another old like great guy here. He's still around town. He's still alive. Mm-hmm. Really, I'd love to hear more. Wow. Yeah. Wax and poetic. <laughs> I want right. to hear more about that. Anyway, what were we talking about before the break? We're talking about perfume and cologne. Perfume. You know what? We have a great little interview with uh, episode sponsor, Mister Joey. From uh, La Jate. La Jate. Perfumerie. We were there last year about this time. Yeah, they invited us over. Mm-hmm. This time, we just I just went ahead and got <laughs> the interview ahead of time. All right, we're here at La Jate Perfumery with my friend Joey. Hey, Joey. Hello there. Welcome. And Lulu, or the shop dog, is on my lap. We're back to back right now, actually. She's looking outside, but also touching. Uh, Joey, how you doing? It's been a while since we've been here in the shop. Doing very well. Been pretty busy. The shop is definitely expanding. Doing doing really good. I have a bunch of new houses coming in. And houses. Let's talk about that because let's just make this like perfume for dummies. So, <laughs> yeah, so this might be a little bit. It's a lot for people if you don't know what you're talking about. Some uh, I mean, people might Tom, just be buying you know, Davidoff. Tom and, Ford is a house. Or Mace is a house. You know, these are really like the best perfumers though and best like actual true perfume from around the world kind of like source them i'm a bit of a nerd with it so i've been collecting for many years and you know this is more about like it's a personal thing more of a passion project but it's about bringing something special to orlando and Um, that's something you you guys are known for right is is sourcing hard to find unique brands you can't get anywhere else yeah yeah there's another the only other perfumery in florida is osme it's in miami a buddy of mine uh, he does a great job but yeah, other than that, there's maybe six or so, seven stores like this, like in the country. Wow. So. And we have one here in Ivanhoe Village. Yeah. Easy do. to get to. I bought some perfume from you before and I love it. I wear it all the time. We're wearing it right now. You get, you get compliments? Yeah. Oh yeah. People yeah, love good. it. People okay, keep good. telling me how good <laughs> I smell all the time. And some people are like, oh yeah, well he, he always smells good. And I'm like, where'd you get that? And I always sell them. La Jate. Well, I appreciate it. See, my boy Joey wears tight jeans. I love him. Yeah, I've been doing it since high school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have some events that you guys are trying to get on the books too right now. We have a possible event with a new house I brought on called Cortana. Um, They're really making waves like in the industry. It's an independent house. Well, he works with professional like trained perfumers, but um, really beautiful, really artistic. It's kind of up in the air though. It's Christmas, so everyone's running around. Everything's crazy. But I do have a thing with Anisio Perfumes Privé. Uh, and Parfums to Marley, which should be on the 22nd, but if people are following my Instagram, I'm updating that pretty and constantly. And it's La Jete so. Perfumery, is that? La Jete Orlando is the Instagram, and then La Jete Perfumery uh, is the website, which there's links to on the Instagram. Yeah, we'll put in this, we'll put that in our radio episode links, too, so people can Well, I appreciate it. it. Of course. Why is perfume, why is it such a good gift to give somebody? 
Well, to put you uh, on the it's spot. it's my favorite gift. But I mean, honestly, with here, you can always come in and, and choose a fragrance for someone, and I'm sure that you know they're going to enjoy it. But I recommend getting a gift card because this shop is more about like the personalized experience and curating it for our customers, our guests, so they can come in and we'll walk them through the whole gamut, and then they'll essentially leave here with something that's very special that they chose that right. they wouldn't have otherwise found if they didn't come in here. It'll smell different on the each person too right like to some that. extent it's more about like your realization of how the fragrance smells rather than it smells different you know like if you're smelling i don't know the dior sauvage you're you're not going to smell it on like eight different people and it smells different it smells like dior but it's kind of it's your realization of how of how the fragrance interacts with you and your olfactive uh, you know experience and your childhood your culture whatever everyone experiences fragrance differently so you know it's just uh it's what speaks to you and what works for you yeah, that, that makes it special. So, yeah, it's Parker. more of an individual, more of an individual kind of take on it here. I well, that's I I loved it because I don't know much. And, and when I came in, I've been here a couple times. And the last time when I shopped with you, you know, you, we walked through the things that I like and what I don't like, and we got to smell a bunch of, you know, yeah. almost cussed a bunch of stuff, and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and found like the perfect one. And now I love it. And you shouldn't feel pressured. You know, you shouldn't feel like you're being sold or pushed into a certain price bracket. I mean, we have stuff in here that's absolutely gorgeous in every price bracket. Uh-huh. And true perfume is priced based off of ingredients, you know, not just because it says Louis Vuitton, so it has a $400 price tag. You know, it's like there's stuff in here that's gorgeous, and it's all about not feeling pressured, not feeling rushed, finding something very special. That's why I've set the store up where it's, you know, it's not like traditional retail. You right. can take your time in here. Most everyone that comes in here they're in here for over an hour i mean some people are in here for five hours so you know well that's just because you're a talker yeah Yeah. we offer espresso champagne like stuff like that to make people feel at home but it's all about you know being being comfortable and not feeling like you're kind of being pushed or people are are jumping on you You know you can come in here and relax and take your time and and have fun you know so that's smart that's exactly what you need our experiences especially in retail right yeah um, i mean there's a lot of stuff that's shifting to the online market i mean I'm, I'm buying all my stuff online for the most part but perfume is something that's very personal you know you really need someone that knows knows perfume knows what they're talking about um you can come in and kind of explore uh and we also offer like looking- samples and stuff we work with people and decants from all over the country so i have clients that are all over the place that essentially don't have access to this and okay. i mean even if you're local you can get on the website set up your own discovery set essentially and then you'll get a notification that it's ready for pickup you can come in and we'll have everything set for you so you can actually wear the perfumes sit with them before you commit to like a buying a full bottle for perfumes it's pretty much like that yeah that's awesome we're gonna put that in our gift guide i was looking for stuff and that's perfect yeah yeah okay i love it but and there's one last thing before we go your perfumes the ones that you hold i remember you were talking me through it cheaper perfumes that you can just get at a department store are made with something a little bit different that means they don't last as long right yeah well a lot of a lot of that comes into the concentration but like department store fragrances or designer like Givenchy and Bulgari stuff like that they're they're very synthetic they're aroma chemicals they mimic natural ingredients and a right. lot of that comes not only from their bottom line to make money but they're mass produced so you could never source enough materials to you know house 60,000 stores or something you know that's why there's only seven stores like this that's why this is like true perfumery uh, because sourcing and harvesting and macerating like the naturals it takes time it's a process uh, it's very limited you know that that's why f- real fragrances are priced based off of their ingredients because some are very hard to source they're very rare making them very expensive you know you have ouds you have rose absolutes stuff like that you know so i, I love everything you just said my friend joey <laughs> where can people find you 
Uh, we're at twelve seventeen North Orange Avenue on Lake Ivanhoe, right by Tim's Wine Market, uh, Oxford Eyes. Uh, we're overlooking the lake. Come on in and say hi, y'all. Yeah. Oh, that Joey. He smells good. He's a good. He's a good smelling man. Smells good. Looks good. He uh-huh. is just a nice guy. He also is like part owner in some bars downtown. Oh, uh, boat Bauhaus and uh, Hanson Shoe Repair. Oh, nice. I think he's opening up a new one in the old Pita Pit too very soon. We should be hearing about that from him. Maybe he'll get you to work there because you worked at Pita Pit. I, hey, I killed some pitas, <laughs> man. That's they call me the pita guy. Roast beef. <laughs> That, is that what they call it? I put the mushrooms on there. No, that was my favorite pita. Oh. Put a little mayo on first. You always got to put the sauce on first in your pita. Then really? You put the stuff on Why is that? Just even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone but, else puts it on top. You wouldn't get it every no, bite. It gets all over your face, though. Yeah, yeah. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. Um, but, Brendan, speaking of scent and smelling things, uh-huh. uh, we had something at the sheriff's office this week or last week, really. So we have these scent preservation kits. And it's really for people with dementia. It's, it? it's a few things. So they're, they're called scent preservation kits. It's actually a company based in Tallahassee. And so what they do is they provide these kits, which is like a, it's a gauze pad, a jar. And what you do is you rub it all over yourself <laughs> or like somebody or a loved one who might have dementia or might have Alzheimer's. You can rub it on you? You, you could, but okay. I'm probably not the target market here. <laughs> so maybe somebody that has dementia, maybe somebody that has Alzheimer's or even like a child with autism or somebody who tends to wander is what they oh, say. Okay. So the point of it is like- A cheating husband? <laughs> <laughs> maybe not that. Oh, okay. So, so let's say you walk away or, or somebody in your family walks away and now the our bloodhounds, the bloodhounds have to go find this person, and they go to the house and they say, "Okay, we need something that smells like the person." Well, they have the ju- then you have the jar, and they can open it up and they can smell and they can go right away. So it's like a it, it sort of cuts out the time that it would I take to like go find somebody. We did those in Cub Scouts back in the okay. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually we just took our like frozen underwear out of the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do? Yeah. So anyway, these yeah. kits, if, if if you're interested in something like that. They have them at the Orange County Sheriff's free? Office for free. Okay. Orange County residents can get them for free. And I, I believe they have them at the substation now, too. That came on too. the tail end of that gentleman wandering away. Well, they've had a right? few. They've had a few. So okay. that one happened in Osceola County, but there was a little boy who, who wandered away and died. He, oh, he, my he, gosh. Oh, I saw he opened the back a, door and then yeah, walked out. Yeah, yeah. And there was another one, Ugh. I think, before that. It happens a lot, actually. Not just in Orange County, but... So anyway, and, and what these do, it might Sounds cut down... Sounds like Pied Piper stuff, you know? I've heard before, like with uh, with children with autism, like apparently they're attracted to water. That's what they that's what they sometimes say. Wow. And so a lot of times, like that's the first place they'll look too. Is they'll start looking in the water. Is there a water body nearby? Yeah, yeah. Let's go look at it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Plus, there's so many bodies of water here in Orange County. But like, what happens? Like, can't you just sit next to a body of water without it sucking you in? Like, I don't what know. happens? I don't know. I mean, you're five years old. You don't you don't always know better to stay out of the swimming water. lessons are so important i know my I sister-in-law know. was so good she put her son my my nephew was put into swimming lessons like immediately mm-hmm. yeah just like just good. in case that's good she worries about those things did you go to the state of the city thing john i, I did not go physically and i did not go metaversally <laughs> is that the right word is that how you say it metaversally? I, that's how i'm gonna say it okay. sounds like metaphorically 
That's where uh, the the mayor just had his annual state of the city address. And for state the first of, I think it's state ever. of downtown. It's not state of the city, right? State of the, is it state of downtown? Yeah, I think it's state of the, state of downtown. Cause state of the city. I think that's open to everybody. State of downtown. Well, I'll tell you what. I said state of the city five times <laughs> in the story, so let's hope it's state of the city. I thought it was state of downtown. I don't think so. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. Okay. Wait, we can see it in the... We'll Google it. <gasps> You're right. Ah, it's downtown. Look at that. I'm right every oh, now Oh, no. And, and I put out fake news. <laughs> Where were you when I wrote this? Nobody I was in the metaverse. I was in the metaverse. It tells you how much people care that I messed <laughs> up, too. Um, that's funny. So state of downtown, which makes sense because it's in support of uh, the downtown Orlando partnership. Mm-hmm. Jill Vaughn, the director there. I was supposed to go, apparently, and I didn't want to, so I stayed home. (laughs) But you could Um, watch it in the metaverse. But I watched it in the metaverse, and it was just like a digital puppet of the mayor, uh, like a SimCity reproduction of Mayor Dyer, Mayor John Dyer. Wearing a suit? Wearing a suit and lots of hair. Like more saying, digital hair than mayor, I've ever seen. You saying the mayor don't have hair? Not that much. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm envious. That's why I noticed. <laughs> Just a lot of hair that I didn't expect. You can see what I'm talking about. We put a screen cap up on bungalow.com. Do you think the mayor got like first right of refusal when it came to what he looked like in the metaverse? Oh, I'm sure he got to approve. <laughs> you know, I would have been like, give me, give me bigger muscles. Yeah, more <laughs> muscles, please. Like, uh-huh. why wouldn't you make it like an extreme? If you're gonna do it, make it funny, <laughs> yeah, like a, like a rhino or something. Yeah, like you've been doing bench presses or something. <laughs> or like he's like. 20 a feet rhino. tall. <laughs> I don't know. I just picked an animal. He's like a Paul Bunyan character. He's just yeah. uh, like bigger than everybody. Paul Bunyan. Side, side note, I've been, <laughs> I've been storyboarding a Paul Bunyan comic book that oh, I tried to do. I like it. Thank you. It's a little game. He's like stepping on people like Mayor yeah, yeah. He fights kaiju like Godzilla. <laughs> That'd be funny. He gets frozen in ice and then he comes back and modern day... And he has to fight big monsters like Godzilla. I love it. But some of them he makes out with. Wait, are you talking about Paul Bunyan or Mayor Dyer? Paul Bunyan. Oh, okay. But Mayor Dyer could do the same thing <laughs> if he wants. I'd like to see him make out with a giant kraken. So they, so, <laughs> <laughs> so they did like a Hydra, a bunch of different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so, so Mayor Real Dyer, Mayor Dyer is uh-huh. is in the real world doing his speech. But at simultaneously, simultaneously broadcast live in the metaverse. Ah, okay. Which is just, you know, you can put on your Oculus. Mm-hmm. I didn't put my Oculus on. I just watched it on YouTube. Uh, do you think Do you think a lot of people watched it on the metaverse? No. Oh. But there were people, because if you did, your avatar shows up in the audience. I saw, I saw the people And there were some clapping. people there. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I guess I need to make my avatar for that. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> well, maybe, well, how, would you make it look like you? Or? Uh, no, I'm going to make it look like a <laughs> kaiju battling gay lumberjack right. is what I want. All right. Well, yeah. you, you'll be easily recognized. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone immediately like, like, oh, Brendan's here. Brendan. Brendan's here. There's that gay lumberjack. <laughs> uh, I got some of the highlights from it, the event. Do you want to? Do yeah, yeah, let's hear them. Okay, so uh, the mayor wants he recognized the need for more housing, uh, and then listed a couple of upcoming, you know, buildings that are coming. All right, none of which they really have anything to do with. I thought maybe there's a couple that maybe they gave them incentives for affordable housing, but off the top of my head, I don't think they were really. You like think they're all luxury apartments? Yeah, mm. I actually think this one was a little. 
to be honest, the state of this city or state of downtown was a little bit of a reach because it was like they didn't give us that much. It was just a lot about the metaverse and then how great everything is. Uh, well, I mean, know? usually the state of whatever is how great everything is. I guess they've got to cover your accomplishments and things that you've mm, done. Well. I mean, if I'm paying 80 bucks a ticket, I don't want to hear how no. terrible <laughs> things are. <laughs> okay. When you're right, John, you're right. He nodded to uh, Accelerate Orlando, which is this program that's funded with $58 million from the American Rescue Plan Act. Um, and they're using it to help people who are experiencing homelessness, uh, including funding like other programs with that with those funds. So the Christian Service Center. Oh, yeah. Are they they like doling out the just funds? Just doling out the funds right. to other people who are doing the work. Salvation Army, even though they hate gay people and want them to die, they gave them some money. Uh the conversion of the ambassador hotel on colonial drive or like that new zebra uh foundation hotel for for homeless queer youth because mm-hmm. like 80 percent, i guess of like homeless youth are gay really yeah in america because they get kicked out maybe you should start like a like a home for everybody just come live with you i'm good <laughs> <laughs> no thanks i fuck out with some of those kids and it's tough it's tough yeah i was i did some art classes with kids at the zebra foundation mm-hmm. um actually we built a tree for the festival of trees back in the day ah we built oh, yeah. it together and it's it's tough man because some of them are you know they all got issues oh yeah yeah when yeah. you get kicked out of and your they house, don't have a support system either yeah and you're kind of on your own mm-hmm. at an early age you just want to do whatever you want to do and then some of them get into sex work and then that's crazy yeah, yeah you know yeah yeah and like and i don't da- want to unpack dangerous. that it could be dangerous and too. dangerous mm-hmm. yeah i did i waited till i was older to get into that stuff i <laughs> uh, talked about the nasa partnership with the paramore kids zone which is interesting. Did not touch on that guy at the Paramore Kids Zone who just got fired for no. molesting a girl. Yeah. Uh, there was a joke at Governor DeSantis's expense with his oh, notorious yeah. white boots. You mentioned that, but you didn't say what the joke was. Just that it, his wife wore them better. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I should have timed it so you could see the joke. Uh-huh. That yeah, would have been a better okay. way to cut right. it. All right. And yeah, it's that kind of stuff. You could go You could go watch it if you want over on bungalore.com. We have the, the link to the Metaverse video. Right. Uh, and I think the skip, live ones you gotta there too. You got to skip ahead a little bit. Like 54 minutes of it. You couldn't like um, edit the video after it goes you live? Can't afterwards, yeah. Yeah, yeah. why would they do that? Why would they just play it with 54 minutes of dead space? I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes with people talking behind the line, like, what about this? Let me oh, call really? somebody and see if we can fix this. Oh, you got to mute that. Come on. Someone got paid money to do that. <laughs> just pay me, I'll do it from my phone. It'll go even better. Uh, artistry, what am I saying? Artistry restaurants opening a new spot in Winter Park. Artistry restaurant. Yeah, they're a restaurant group. They own Boca. Oh, Bo- Atlantic, Boca? Atlantic Beer and Oyster, which I don't know where I that is. Been there. I think I might be Altamont or something. Maybe. I don't know where it is. Uh, they're taking over a really cool, iconic, like Art Deco-y building on Park Avenue. It's a larger building, 6,700 square feet. Whoa. Yeah. Is like, a pottery barn used to be? No. No, not there? Closer to Ron's College. It's kind of like... Oh, it's a, where the it's where the rest or the, the grill store used to be. I Like there, yeah, yeah that area. On the corner there, uh, right uh, by the candy shop. Yeah, right by the candy shop. <laughs> okay, you got it. You know where the candy shop is. I know where the candy was. shop is. They, uh, <laughs> they're taking over that corner spot, and it's 
they're very excited about the art deco-ness of it and the Floridian-ness of the exterior. So they're using that to kind of flavor what they're doing with the food. It's going to be a lot of local produce and Florida beef and seafood. And they're going to put that all together. Atlantic Beer and Oyster is on Park Avenue. It is? Yeah. Where? Uh, somewhere between Boca and where they're opening now. It's at the corner of, I will tell you right now. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's at the corner of Canton. Canton? Think, yep, Canton and Park Avenue. And Park Avenue. Which is right by where Boca's at. So maybe it's like in the back there. It's in the back there. That's where it is. Oh, it's that, that like little alleyway thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. It's like Harry Potter alleyway back yeah, there. Yeah, 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 I know what you're All talking right. about. All right. Uh, downtown Credo is moving into the YMCA, the oh. downtown YMCA, which right. is very nice. I've uh, I used to go to that YMCA a long time ago because I used to live right over there. And it was like a smoothie spot, right? Yeah, the so, tropical smoothie. So now they're gonna have coffee there. <laughs> coffee, and they're doing coffee food is, too. Okay, and and like a smoothie, and I guess. Yeah, because I like a lot of people work out. They want to have a smoothie, although. Like the people that work out of the Y there, grab and go sandwiches and stuff. Okay, it's yeah. probably an older crowd. Yeah, at the at the Y there, nothing wrong with that. I think Scott Maxwell works out there. Hey guys, they thought we were Tom and Dan. Oh really? Well, yeah. <laughs> we're better looking than both of we're them. We're much better looking than Tom and Dan. That's funny. Um, you said they they don't know what Tom and Dan look like. I think they said something hideous. They're both hideous. Just hideous. Yeah. Awful yeah, little creatures. creatures. <laughs> little troll dolls. Uh, they wear paper bags when they go out of the house <laughs> so they don't scare little kids. Uh, Kelly's homemade ice cream, foxtail, and ravenous pig brewing are moving into that juice stand by your house. I saw that. Yeah. I'm happy about it. I think I'm happy about it, I mean, too. that's technically two Kelly's ice cream within like a mile of each other in College Park because there's one at... Where where uh, Fox sells that on Edgewater, right there. Oh, Park. that's true. So they're close by, but they're different mar- different markets. They're just blowing up. Yeah, they are. It's good ice cream too. I saw Alex check me and the owner uh, not too long ago. Maybe at the hot dog eating contest. Or something. <laughs> okay. He wasn't doing it. He uh-huh. was just there. Uh, they should have an ice cream eating contest. I would watch that. Ooh. Think of the headaches people would get. Oh, be awful. Yeah. Oh my gosh, your <laughs> feelings would hurt. Like it would be crazy. <laughs> Uh, he was. I think he said they're going to try to open like fifty new Kelly's ice cream. I thought we talked about this. Didn't they say like it was a ridiculous number? It was. Like yeah, you doubted. Hundred. You didn't I think did. it was real. And then it, it it was real. At least that's what they said. Yeah. But that's great. I'm excited for it. I'm excited that they're going to have beers at that that stand. Yeah. That'll be great. I'm a little... Alex, the owner, was talking about how it doesn't really match the aesthetic of their other locations and how they actually might renovate the interior to look more like rustic. Why? I know. Which I hope he abandons that. I hope that's a bad idea. Yeah. I don't know if I'll get in trouble for saying that here on the radio, but yeah. He was still developing a plan for it. I really hope they don't do that. It's just so cool. It's just a cool building and... Retro. Very modern. Yeah. There's nothing else like it. Um, so yeah, I think that's basically all I have for news stories. <laughs> we don't have a lot of time left anyway. How's our insurance gonna? Is it gonna go down? The, uh, Did you? All this stuff is passing right now. That the special I don't know what session. It means yet, I tried to read all of it. It was. It, it doesn't sound like it's gonna help. Our. We'll talk about. Let's talk about it next, next week. Next week, because it hasn't officially passed. It still has to be signed by the governor. We're recording on Wednesday, so by by then, 
Let's it, ask it like a, maybe we'll ask Ben Lobby Homes or something. Yeah, or maybe even Mo can talk about it because it's insurance. Can you do thing. that? Can yeah, you yeah. Do, okay, because it's all insurance. I mean, it's homeowners insurance, but I'm sure he knows what what's going on. So we let's let's make a phone call to some okay. of our peeps. Mo is going to be on next week. Hopefully, yeah. As long yeah. as as long as uh, he's good to be on. <laughs> okay, well let's see what happens. All right, well uh, that's it. Well, thank you to Dazzling Nights here at Lou Gardens. I think it's it goes on till uh, I assume January after Christmas, right? Ja- yeah. It's the first week of January. Come on by. 25 bucks to get in. Get your ticket. It's time tickets, too. So, yeah. like, don't think you can just show up and get a ticket because it might no. be too busy. But so. you could time it to have lunch or dinner somewhere nearby. Mm-hmm. East End Market's just up the street. Get a yeah, Canadian's cookie. Uh-huh. Or there's stuff here, too, if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's all kinds of lights. There's kids running around. They, they throw snwballs at each other. Yeah, there's a snowball thing. There was uh-huh. a, a, a sudsy snow machine <laughs> We're going to put it yeah. up on, on your Kissing corners your with Instagram. people making out in the corners. <laughs> and I saw some old people getting it on over by the old clock. It's kind of crazy. Things are going out. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week.